What is up, everybody? Clint Esposito here, and uh, I have a guest on today's show. Let me bring him up, too. I got, actually, a professional eater, competitive eater, George Chigger. What do you you call it? Competitive or professional or both? Either? I'm a professional and competitive eater. All right. We hit it all. So it's, it's both. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I know that you and I had a conversation one night and uh, I was just very intrigued at all the training and um, all this other stuff that I'd never really thought about uh, until we started to have that conversation. Um, but we'll start. When did you get into, how did you get into competitive eating? I got into competitive eating, uh, back in 2010, uh, just by, um, default really. I was, I was standing in the, uh, the cable line paying my cable bill. And, uh, there was this petite woman in front of me, you know, purple hair, yoga pants, um, you know, be bopping around in the cable line, telling the girls how uh, she qualified and she's going back to Coney Island. You know, she's going to Coney Island. I think it might've been her first or second uh, time there. You know, she ate 15 hot dogs and buns and I kind of chuckled and uh, she turned around and she's like, I could eat more hot dogs than you big boy. You know, you should come to the gym and practice with me. And I'm like, lady, you're crazy. You know, uh, no thanks. But I kept running into her around town. She finally talked to me into uh, going to the gym and try to eat some hot dogs in ten minutes and buns. What you and say, I became gym. her sparring partner. You say gym? Is it actually like yeah. you go to a gym? Physical gym. She's a personal trainer, you know. And we, uh, when we first started uh, training together, I uh, we would go to the gym that she was working at, and uh, we would go into um, you know the basketball courts. And, you know, have a little George Foreman grill, grill up our hot dogs and buns. And we had a little crowd gather to watch us, you know, eat the hot dogs and buns or uh-huh. attempt to eat, you know, see how many we could eat in 10 minutes. And uh, and then, you know, sometimes we were in the, you know, uh, what the one whatever. we did that for uh, four years and um and then we ended up going to like a hot dog cart locally and we've been training there for over eight years now together. But, uh, so when I originally got into it, it was just to become, uh, Laurel's, um, sparring partner, my mentors, you know, sparring partner, you know, uh, she needed someone to push her. And I think my first time out, I ate maybe 15 or 16 hot dogs. And, um, I, uh, you know, she's like, you, you're good. You should try to, you know, qualify and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, that's crazy. Um, everybody's, um, you know, the guys are eating 40, 50 hot dogs at the time. And, uh, and I'm like, no, I'm just here to push you. And she's like, well, I'm eating 14 hot dogs today. I said, okay, well, I'll eat 15. And she's like, well, if I eat 15, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, I'll just eat 16. And she's like, I hate you. But, um, we did this for five or six years and she finally, convinced me to try to qualify, uh, to go to a qualifier. So I started pushing myself. I got up into the, the low twenties in practice and I went to a qualifier and it, you know, I came in second place with like 17 hot dogs and buns and it just changed my life. It, you know, the, the whole experience of, um, you know, listening to the MC, 
talk about, you know, everybody giving that, you know, the boilerplate or the, you know, some of it's boilerplate, some of it's real, you know, that to get the crowd amped up, the, you know, you, you're, you're an MC, you, you get it. You introduced other comedians and stuff. I've seen you on stage and, you know, you get the crowd hyped and man, you know, he's talking about this guy, you know, he works at the mall part time, you know, he's at Builder Bear, he's at Salad Works, you know, you're like, yeah, this guy sounds pretty cool. And he's like, George Chigger from Pocono Pines. I'm like, holy crap, that's me. And I ran out and I had a bunch of friends in the crowd because it was a local qualifier. And uh, I got hooked. And like, you know, like I said, you know, coming in second place, you know, George Shea's like, you know, this is the future of competitive eating here, ladies and gentlemen. And I walked off stage and I met Badlands Booker. And uh, he's like, you know, you need to hang out with us. You know, you could become one of the, you know, the top eaters in the world. And um, the rest is pretty much history, man. It's it's just, it's crazy. It's been eight years, going on nine years now. And it's changed my life. So is that all you do now? How many competitions do you do a year? Um, well, you know, you, you, I try to hit as many as we can. Um, and, you know, pre-COVID... Um, I was hitting probably a dozen or, you know, almost two dozen um, uh, competitions. But now I don't think we even have a dozen competitions currently oh, wow. a year, you know. So everything is ramping back up. Uh, this year has been a little rough for me for travel. So I haven't hit as many as I wanted to. But, uh, you know, the big ones, the, the Coney Island, uh, you know, Nathan's Hot Dog, famous hot dog eating contest on 4th of July. Um, I've been very fortunate to be invited to it the last three years. Uh, I worked very hard the first, uh, you know, 2018, 2019 to qualify, you know, uh, first and, you know, second in the world to go. Um, so put a lot of effort out there. But, um, you know, we could have a competition every weekend, per se, if it's, um, you know, if there's something scheduled. So, like, currently, you know, one, one, once, twice a month, you know, right now. Nice. Um, but the frequency doesn't matter. You could eat every week, say competitively. I, I could, um, you know, four times a week, five times a week. I could, I could go almost every day. Like, uh, if I had to, right. You know, it's rough on the body. You need to, you know, uh, recoup. I've, uh, my rookie year, I, you know, we have hot dog practice for hot dog season. Um, you know, July, through April or April through July. But, um, on Thursdays I, I meet with my mentor to have practice. And I, I remember, you know, I've done, uh, you know, hot dogs on Thursday, um, hostess donuts, the little powdered sugar guys, mm -hmm. uh, the little hostess donuts. I, I've eaten 132 or 136 in, uh, eight minutes. Wow. And I came in like fourth place on Friday and, you know, and then, Saturday, I, I drove up state New York to uh, for a hot dog qualifier. I ate 30 hot dogs and buns. And then Sunday, I was down in Lancaster at another qualifier eating 30 hot dogs and buns. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then, you know, uh, even with the food challenges, I just last month I drove uh, 13 states in six days. It was um, just over 3,000 miles, and I ate probably about 100 pounds of food every day like we were eating food you know 10 plus pounds a day doing food challenges what at different restaurants and stuff that have like yep. big burgers or whatever <laughs> yeah big burgers uh big pizzas 
big boxes of uh, loaded French fries. You know, uh, I ate a 10 pound bowl of cereal the one day. So what's and then I the, had a competition. What's the, um, this is like venues setting these up, like spectacles for people to come in and see the, this or what is going on? Definitely. Like, well, I mean, you know, Major League Eating is a marketing company, right? And um, we're, we're used as a marketing tool. I say we're the dancing monkeys, yep. you know, oh. uh, we're the sideshow. I've been that um, with the dirt know. bikes. Yeah, definitely. You know, <laughs> and, you know, uh, I remember I've had a qualifier at the Pocono Racetrack right next to the dirt bike burnout pit and all that. And I remember, <laughs> yeah. you know, they were burning out and all that smoke and tired junk uh, was coming into us nice. as we were eating hot dogs. So, yeah, I mean, we're just... We're there to entertain, you know, we've, uh, you know, we, I've opened for uh, Pink out in uh, Texas at the F1 awesome. race, uh, Billy Joel out there last year, you know, we were eating Spam, so, uh, you know, fairs, um, fundraisers, and then, uh, you know, corporate events, and then also, um, you know, uh, the restaurants and stuff are, you know, promotions for the restaurants, like, hey, we got the, the biggest burger in town, right. or the 76 ounce steak. Right or the uh, the old ninety sixer? You remember that? Yeah, the ninety sixer definitely. Got to <laughs> eat the gristle too. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, there there is a lot of travel. I, I you know I have to pay for travel out of pocket for a lot of the things I do. Um, pretty much ninety ninety eight percent of it. Oh, sorry about that. Um, no problem. Oh, it's eleven eleven. Make a wish, George. Oh, you disappeared. Yeah. So, uh, we, uh, I met him, and then I started. I like talking to anybody. Hopefully, he just clicks back in here on the Zoom call. But um, I like talking to anybody that's really good at anything because they'll always bring up something like crazy that you never thought of that's very important you know to what their line of work uh and you're like oh man like just the fact of them training and he does uh hot dog training for hot dog season who ever thought that there was different foods for different seasons I love it when this happens when it's live, because then it's really like, not like anybody's watching it live. But still, forever and ever, this will be up and just have this. Me sitting here talking to you guys, playing with my eye. Um, there we go. And he's back. Alright, here we go. I'll switch back. Sorry about that. No problem. Totally hit the wrong button on that one. All good. Oh, I lost you on the sound. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. All right. I can hear you. As oh. long as you hear me, my my uh I got my uh earbuds got turned off too. Oh, uh, they disconnected. Yeah. As long as it sounds not bad. Sorry about that. I know we're live. No wow. problem. Nobody's watching. That's what I was like. Nobody's watching, so we're fine. Oh, it's that's not good. Uh, people it'll, watch though. We'll it'll be here there. in per perpetuity, or however you say that. Mm-hmm. The um, so I'm trying to think where we're at. Um, 
The old 96er. The old 96er. You guys are basically the monkeys that go around and promote the the sport and the uh, events and the series. Definitely. You know, but like you were doing the same thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, with you're the, the athlete. Yeah, the freestyle. Yeah. But you're just yes. the athlete. Definitely, so. yeah, because we train. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. So what were... Um, so you have hot dog eating season. What other? That's summertime. So yeah, that's spring into summer because, like, you know, that's the biggest uh, event of the year, right? Uh, Nathan's. That's our. Damn it! I hit the. Uh, I didn't lose you, did I? No, you're good. I thought I put this on. I'm having a tea drinking contest. I'm going to drink the most tea. Did we lose him? We lost him again. This is um, show business, baby. Vern's coming in here. I wish I could turn my camera over there to show you Vern. Uh, <clears throat> so I guess biggest... Contest is Nathan's hot dog eating. Here he comes. He can't hear us yet. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I put on Do Not Disturb. The one person that's not blocked from that calls me. Uh, <laughs> I haven't talked to him in weeks. So, um, so Nathan's right. is the Super Bowl of food eating. Yeah, competitive eating is the Nathan's famous hot dog. So everybody takes it pretty serious. I train year-round for it, but uh, my mentor only trains like three months out of the year. You know, And that's really hot dog season. So I take hot dog season really serious. I quit drinking um, in April. I lose like 25 pounds the month of April from quit drinking. Wow. But me and my mentor, we get together once a week. And we will practice eating hot dogs. You know, you start off with, you know, whatever numbers we think we're going to hit. And every week, try to increase that. You just call a bunch of dudes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the case. No, we go, <laughs> not the case. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that kind of show. No. <laughs> the, uh, um, so, you know, we go to the... the uh, the local hot dog trailer, you know, Sherry's place. And we order up like 50 hot dogs and buns and they love you. And, uh, Oh yeah. They love me there. You know, <laughs> we, we just kill it. We get, uh, you know, uh, you know, a little crowd forms up, gets us ramped. You know, we, we invite people to watch us and cheer us on. If you want to try to practice and see how many you could eat, you know, you could join us. And uh, I think we need to do this anyway. Film some practice one time whenever you guys are, you know, getting ready for hot dog season. Let me know. I'll come up and we could show this whole thing going down. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I would love that for you to come and check it out in person. It's it's uh, everyone that, you know, watches me, supports me and then, you know, comes and sees it in person has a different outlook on it because it's it looks completely different you know it's a completely different experience in person right you right. the splash zone you hear the noises 
you know, it's it's pretty intense. What is the splash so, zone? Just where shit's flying out of your mouth everywhere? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, you know, these like you're forcing stuff in, your body's fighting, so you're choking, you're coughing, you're, you're <laughs> oh sneezing, goodness. you're snarfing. You know, I've had hot dogs come out my nose, french fries, <laughs> pasta, um... You know, when when you're trying to, you know, fill things up and, you know, get things done, it's it's pretty intense. Um, Your body's fighting but, you. you know, huh? Yeah, definitely. It's, you know, the, your body really, you know, it's, it's a big mental game. And that's like, you know, getting back to the training, right? Like, you know, I quit drinking. I, you know, I want to cut back on my, my weight. But, you know, I speed up my metabolism because I'm, I'm taking all these calories in with mm. the hot dogs. I'm, you know, stretch my stomach on a daily basis and, you know, and mentally I got to work on that. I, I'm working on my breathing. I'm working on my, my mental, um, uh, stability per se, or, you know, uh, to, as, as you're, you know, at a certain point, your body starts to shut down and starts fighting, right? It starts, you know, you're forcing you to reverse, you know, AKA, vomit you know right and uh you know so it, it's 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 really um a battle you know so you start to fight yourself and you got to work with that mentally and be able to push yourself you know your body to the the limits you know the pain the the um you know stretching your stomach forcing pounds of food in your body you know you think about it i'm eating you know 40 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes and probably a gallon of liquid or so come going into my body in a very short period of time. So you don't have and to drink the liquid. You're just doing that to get the other stuff to go down. Correct. Yeah, you don't have to drink liquid. You don't have to dunk the buns. You don't have to separate the hot dogs, but you're allowed to. And the, the purpose behind the liquid and dunking the buns is it's science. You know, because there's science involved in this craziness, right? The, the water takes the air out of the buns. And then I use extremely hot water and it breaks the starches down. So it liquefies the bun. And I would call that a uh, bun shot. I use the, the liquid bun to wash the hot dogs down. I never pick up a water unless I'm choking or something. Uh. Um, so, and then we flavor the water too to counteract the flavors of the delicious Nathan's hot dogs that you're, you're eating plain. It's a plain uh. hot dog. So you get all that that delicious, you know, garlic and seasonings and grease and, you know, and bread. So it's, there's no, you know, chili cheese, raw onions. So what are you flavoring the water with? I personally use a, um, a sweet peach tea. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, and then you get it I mean, hot. And, and I make it hot. I make it hot as I could uh, stand it. You know, wow. it's it's boiling when I, I prepare it and it cools down just enough for a competition. We try to time it out. Yeah, you know, that's what I was going to ask. So where are you preparing your water? Like so if you're not I, local. I, uh, well, I, I travel with, um, you know, insulated uh, growlers, you know, that keep hot water hot for up to eight hours or 10 hours i've invested quite a bit of money in these guys so what you're saying is you and, need a uh, yeti sponsorship i would love a yeti sponsorship <laughs> you know if you could make that happen for me uh, you know i don't know about that but <laughs> so 
Um, but, you know, sponsorship in any insulated uh, thermos would uh, really go well with, uh, you know, eating. with me. Because I travel with uh, six six of those growlers, you know. Okay. Uh, three gallons of uh, water, I, you know, is my uh, traveling uh, companion. And a teapot. So a good teapot watch your teapot so you know because backstage we could cook it up you know boil right. up the water and stuff so you uh just take the tea you boil it put it in your bottles and then go to the event yep go to the event or you know if i have to i'll boil it backstage i try to prepare it an hour or two three hours out you know um and then, you know, when you get there, you, you time it out with the temperature of the air. You know, it's like, you know, hot dog season, we start in April. Sometimes it's snowing out. Mm. So we wait for the hot dogs to come out to pour out the water. Or, you know, you can get it out sooner if it's 100 degrees out. Um, you know, and then, you know, when it comes to eating and same thing with the bikes and everything, elevation, uh. um, temperature, all that comes into a factor, too. How you does know, elevation humidity, affect you? Sea level, or you're eating at two thousand feet. You know, oxygen, right? So Practice in the Poconos, we're almost two thousand feet above sea level. So how does that affect you? And then body? you know, at Coney, we're at sea level. So how does that affect you, though? How, like, do, how do I feel? Like, well, so, yeah. So like a bike, if you go high elevation, lack of oxygen means you have to cut back on fuel to get the bike to run correctly. So now you have less power just because you have less air and fuel. But for a person, for somebody that has no idea, I'm like, why would that affect you? But as a human being, though, don't you feel when you're competing yeah. at sea level, it's different at, you know, not necessarily the bike, but like the bike. Yes, yeah. you have to change your fuel and, and air mixture. But if your body itself, you're down you're, as you're well in power. Yes, you have to change, you know, your oxygen intake is different also. Right. So, so like, you need just trying to fight all that stuff, and you're probably getting a, like you said, trying to fight yourself throwing up and all that, you are probably are getting a workout and elevating your heart rate. Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm pushing the heart. You know, the best way I describe it is a 100-yard dash. Mm -hmm. for 10 minutes you know some of our competitions are six minutes but it's a sprint the whole time i'm trying to eat as much as i can the fastest i can in the in the shortest possible time yeah and you know, be consistent about it so you, you know the most efficient way i could eat <laughs> you find a pace on. i'm sorry you find a pace and then just kind of figure yes. i can maintain this Definitely. That's the goal. Right. But like, you know, you, you physically start to slow down after, you know, four to five minutes. And, uh, you know, I between, you know, five and a half to seven and a half, eight minutes, I'm really slow, but then I can speed back up towards the end. I could, you know, push myself because I can eat seven, eight hot dogs the first minute. And then I get down to four or five hot dogs a minute. And then the last minute or so, you know, uh, I might be able to get five or six hot dogs. I could, I could speed up a little bit towards then to oh. push myself. Um, but you work on that. That's the goal, right? Like, you know, when I first start with the hot dog practice, I usually go with 20 hot dogs and my goal is to eat them within four minutes, you know, 20 hot dogs and buns. And then I'll start adding every week. I'll, I'll add to that. 
uh, you know, five to 10 hot dogs. And you said that you, when we were talking initially, you had said you drink like a ridiculous amount of water. Yeah. So we, you know, we do uh, stretch, you know, that's, you know, part of, um, you know, hot, it's, it's like hot dog practice. And then I have training and then, you know, I, I water train um, to stretch the stomach and, uh, you know, not too many people talk about it. It's kind of like a, you know, not everyone does it. You know, people do food training, go to the buffet, eat a large amount of uh, buffet food, you know, 10, 15 pounds. And then they put liquid on top of that to stretch, which is a great way to stretch. But um, one of these are 64 ounces, right? It's a half a gallon. And the first time I ever measured my stomach, I couldn't drink one of these in 10 minutes. Wow. Right? It was about 60 ounces I could drink in 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, now I could drink six of these in three minutes. <laughs> Holy shit. So that's, that's three gallons if you're doing the math. In three minutes? And, yep. So a gallon a minute. Yes. Now, I asked you this, too. Remember, wasn't there some uh, radio disc jockeys that got um, had a contest where they were trying to see who could drink the most water? And they, like, you can kill yourself by drinking too much water and diluting, like, your amino acids and minerals and stuff like that? How do you not do that? Definitely, you yes. Water? Yes, you you can hurt yourself um, quite bad with overflushing your your system. Any type of liquid, and the, the uh, you know uh, DJs you were talking about. I think it's happened in a couple places in the country. Don't hold me to this, but I know in Allentown, for one, uh, a mom had to drink. I don't know if it was a gallon of milk or a gallon of water to win like a Sony PlayStation or something for um, Christmas and she ended up dying. You know, she won the, the, uh, the PlayStation or whatever, but she ended up dying because it's uh, water uh, toxicity. It's called it, you know, you flush your system right. of all the electrolytes and it, you know, it causes you to have a heart attack or you can float your brain and it just, it's really, it's bad. It's dangerous. So I can consume a lot of liquid in a very short time. But at the same token, I know I have to get it out of the body. So I have to reverse it out to, or, you know, I have to make sure I take in enough electrolytes right. as I'm doing it. Got it. Reverse yeah. it. That's a nice way <laughs> to say that. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, right? <laughs> so, but that's the extreme part of it. That's part of being an athlete to train your body to, you know, compete in your sport to be the best you can at it. And, when it comes down to it, you know, your, your stomach's a muscle and I'm training my stomach to stretch in a very short period of time yeah. to allow me to take in pounds of food or gallons of liquid. And, you know, you got to train your body to be able to hold that in too and be able to keep it in your body right. and process it or, you know, at least to be able to get off, you know, finish, you know, the stage, you know, the show, do the interviews and then you could go relax. Yeah, relax or reverse it. Or or reverse some of it. <laughs> Is know? there a time limit? Sometimes. Um, no, really, it's it's um, in the public eye, I guess. You know, once you're on stage, you know, you got to finish everything out. And it's not that I reverse all the time. You know, sometimes if I'm 10, 15 pounds of food, I might take some off the top 
just to give myself some relief to process the rest relax with the re the rest of it you yeah. know huh um <clears throat> what would you say are do you guys have rankings what are you in like the world i am currently ranked 17th in the world awesome. with major league eating so do people yeah. come from europe to when they first off yeah yeah, we have uh, Japanese competitors. We have uh, Australian now competing cool. with us, James Webby. Um, we have a, a Brit, you know. Uh, so, yeah, there's we have people coming in from all over the place. Cool. Do they have contests over there? I would feel like Germany they would used love. to. Back, uh, <laughs> back in the day, they, they used to have some contests that we were involved in, but uh, not anything recently. So it's pretty much... Um, there's other organizations, you know, through the world doing stuff, you know, Japan, where the United States is with competitive eating today, Japan was 20, 20 plus years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They so. seem like they would be into it. They are. They're, they're totally <laughs> into it. Um, they have TV shows and some of the best eaters, you know, Kobayashi, you know, that, you know, took the. The Nathan's hot dogs from 25 hot dogs in 10 minutes to 50 hot dogs. It, you know, he, he just changed the whole sport by introducing dunking the buns. And, uh, it, you know, he was one of the top ranked eaters for years. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's interesting that you just got to get the stuff down. It doesn't matter. Like the buns separate. What are the other, what's the hardest thing to eat? Well, I mean, hot dogs and buns are pretty hard to eat, but we have, like, uh, in uh, West Virginia, there's a pepperoni roll eating contest that's pretty hard, you know, a lot of chewing. Um, next month, there's a bagel eating contest in Vegas. I don't think that's going to be too easy to eat. Vegas bagels sounds rough. I think that's what it is. It's, it's bagels in Vegas. So <laughs> Coming you know, from here. This weekend, a shrimp cocktail. Coming from here, you're going to be like, these bagels are terrible. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, like, you know, next, next uh, Saturday, shrimp cocktail, right? And, it, you know, it is delicious. St. Amos puts on a great spread. Um, you know, they're known for their shrimp cocktail sauce. It's, it's, you know, world famous shrimp cocktail sauce. And the shrimp is high quality shrimp. But whatever you're eating in this amount of, of food and you know the quantity and speed after a minute or two it just it doesn't taste like anything that's mm. why we use you know peach tea or sodas you know grape juice fruit punch you know to change up the flavors because it just becomes very blah well that's another you know? thing with eating right and i would imagine it would be more so for that but even if you are sitting at a table and you have one thing to eat You'll get tired of that, and then you would, could still have room if there's something else, you know, but you just get, like, over, like, that one flavor or whatever, so I would imagine that's probably a big barrier. Oh, definitely. Flavor fatigue is real, right? <laughs> like, you know, I, I've taken on a seven-pound lobster roll, and two minutes into it, I mean, I love lobster, but two minutes into it, it, it tasted like nothing to me. It was just... Oh, I got to go to work now, and I got to push through this. Yeah, but the peach tea uh, holds strong no matter what. It, it's a <laughs> it's a go to for me. Yeah, it's you know uh, 
it's I, I enjoy sweet teas. I enjoy just plain iced tea. So the peach kind of gives it a little twang. What about and, uh, do you ever do different where you have uh, like different types of teas with you? That way you even switch your drink up. I you know for years well, during hot dog season this is what we do we practice right and I'll use you know uh, grape juice or orange or fruit punch or uh, pink lemonade you know you, you try to mix it up and um, and it's just it's hard as you're like eating to you know switch the flavors because sometimes it's too sweet or it's too mm. bitter. Uh, you know, some of the contests, you know, we do a pumpkin pie eating contest and I tried, you know, black hot coffee, you know, a bitter, to you know, even I did out. that with the donuts. Yeah. So, you know, you try to do something mm. bitter with the sweet and then something sweet with the bitter. And, um, and then sometimes, you know, I'll have an extra bottle of soda or a different bottle of, uh, you know, Powerade or something, something different just to give me a flavor change. Right. But with all the practice and time and energy I put into it, my sweet teas, uh, peach tea is my go-to, you know. And I, I have my favorite brand, but they don't pay me, so I'm not going to say it. But I can tell the difference between, you know, there's, there's you know, 100 companies out there that make, you know, sweet peach tea. And uh, we all know, you know, I can tell the difference, you know, between the them. Right. So, yeah. Nice. Um, well, yeah, that's, I remember, like I said, when we talked and I was just like, I need to get you on to discuss this because it's a bunch of, uh, and I think when you were gone the one time I was saying this, I love to talk to anybody that's really good at something, no matter what it is, because they'll always bring stuff up that you're like, never would have thought of that at all, you know, as like an angle, like with the liquids, one at all and eating the buns to the fact that you need the flavors to try and help you know with that like this is and even training like I don't think anybody I think people think people just go and uh that Joey Chestnut you know he's like a uh accountant all year and then he just goes and eats a bunch of hot dogs you know what I mean like I'm pretty sure that's what people think oh yeah definitely like because uh, that's what it used to be you know, right. 25 years ago, it used to be, hey, the big guy, you know, the buffet busters, you know, came in and, you know, could eat, eat a lot. So, yeah, let me go do this local fair, you know, blueberry pie eating contest or the hot dog contest. And, you know, they're eating 10, 15, 20 hot dogs or, you know, six or seven pies. But, um, you know, to be the top athlete of any sport, you got to put training and dedication into it. You got to watch your diet. You got to watch your health. You got to, you know, work the muscles that you need, you know, to use to, you know, compete. Yeah. Once it gets to that level, right? Like you said, in the beginning, you could probably just be uh, a guy that could eat a lot. And then somebody screwed it up for everybody and started taking it seriously and, <laughs> and really training <laughs> And then all of a sudden they started whooping everybody and then it became like, okay, well, I'll do that. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, you know, if, if, you know, we all, we're all competitive, 90% of us are competitive, right? I would say. And if someone finds something to, 
you know, make it easier to, you know, to eat more. Like Kobayashi, you know, little guy, but like these big guys were eating, but they weren't dunking the buns. And Kobayashi introduced, hey, if we dunk the bun and there wasn't a rule against it, he destroyed everybody. And everyone's like, whoa, that's what you got to do? So what is that? It changes. What does that do again? Dunking the bun? It uh, it breaks, helps it break down the starch. It breaks down the starches. And it takes the air out of the bun. How does that help? Just so you don't have to burp? Right. So it's less air going in in the stomach because you're trying to co- combine, you know, um, you know, you're, you're filling your stomach up with space. So you need, you know, capacity. And with the, you know, the, the starches, not that there's a lot of air in the bun, but it takes the air out. And, uh, you know, and then breaking the starches down, it literally liquefies the bun. I'm using the bun to wash down my hot dogs like i don't have to chew the bun i don't have to you know do anything except put it in my mouth and it just goes down uh and there which so that makes it faster obviously oh it makes it a lot faster yeah Yeah. you know when i first started it was i would squeeze the hot dog and bun together dip it in the water and eat it and you know it worked for me but then to speed it up I got to separate the hot dogs and buns and now I, I just slam them to my face and it just goes down. So do you, the liquid shot the bun. You have to separate once the timer starts or can you prepare your food before the timer starts? Like, do you have to have your hot dogs in the bun until the timer? Yeah. 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 They have, you have to eat equal bun, equal hot dog to get counted. Right. So, like, I eat two hot dogs at a time and two buns, you know. Halfway through the hot dogs, I go bun. Halfway, you know, finish the hot dogs, bun. But the the judges will only count as, you know, one bun and one hot dog's consumed. But So you got to eat, you know, equal but, dog, equal bun. But do you just pick the hot dog up together and then separate them and dunk the bun? Or do you pre-separate? Yeah, I don't pre-separate. They got to stay together. Okay, that's what I was asking. Until the clock starts. Right. And then as I, I pick up, I have technique. My one hand's picking up hot dogs. My other hand's picking up buns. I'm folding the buns in half, inside out, backwards, dunking. We're only allowed to dunk for five seconds. I can feel the air come out. That's about three seconds in. And then I, I slam it. So you're doing that as you're chewing. You're paying attention to the bun viscosity and water. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's all, but it, but that's what comes into the practice, right? right? You know, it becomes, you know, routine. It becomes a uh, second nature because um, in 2020, you know, 10 minutes before we're going on, on stage to compete, you know, I'm talking to Joey Chestnut about technique and different things. And he's like, you got nothing to lose. Try something different. Right. And I'm like, that makes sense. And you, you can watch, the, the film, my first minute, I tried a different technique and my body was fighting me the whole time because I knew, you know, I was trying to eat one hot dog whole and, and eat a bun. And normally I eat two hot dogs at a time, but I'm halfway through the hot dogs. I'll eat a bun, finish the hot dogs. I'll eat another bun. And, um, you know, trying just to eat one hot dog, my body kept trying to you know, I wanted to eat the bun halfway through because mm. I took my three bites. I should be able to eat a bun. But I wasn't done with the hot dog, so I couldn't eat the bun yet. And I was fighting. And so then I went back to my original technique and I sped up after the first minute of the contest. Um, you know, so, I, you know, you become 
becomes routine. It becomes a natural, natural movement. You know, it's interesting that you were confusing your body as to it was just in the rhythm of this many bites, and then I get uh, um, the bun to wash it down versus being like this amount of food. Correct. That's weird. Like this is my point. This is shit. Nobody would ever. If we didn't have this conversation, there's no <laughs> way that I would ever have come up with any of this. Right. And that's like the biggest thing. Like, you know, uh, you know, people think you just sit down like I, you don't have 25 minutes. You don't have 30 minutes or it's all you can eat for an hour. It's it's six minutes, 10 minutes. You know, right. we have eight minute competitions and, and you got to work on the technique. And, you know, you have to be efficient with it. You have to be, um, you know, I, I can watch film, you know, at the last strawberry shortcake eating contest. You know, I'm eating my my strawberry shortcake from my chest. The other eaters are scooping it in from here, you know, right in front of their face. And immediately I knew that I messed up. I'm like, I knew where I went wrong. And mm. I know what I have to do next time to to be better and faster because I'm losing time from bringing the food from my chest uh. to my face. So I got to gotta get it, you know, at my face and scoop it in. I, right. I, I, so I got to work on technique for that. And, you know, hot, hot dogs is very technique-y. Um, and it's a capacity, you know, because we have capacity, uh, competitions and we have, uh, technique eating, uh, competitions. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if the hot dogs, it's, it's, uh, both. For so you gotta work on it. A strawberry shortcake. Are you dunking that? That seems like that'd be very dry. No, it's, it's pretty good because it has that, that strawberry sauce and whipped cream. Mm -hmm. So, um, it can be dry. Some, you know, some years it's a little, you know, they got a little more juice in there than other years. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but if you just smush it together, you kind of, it kind of works. You where, know? Is it, the, becomes a, where is that, the strawberry shortcake uh, contest? Uh, Manitonk, Manitonk out on Long Island. Oh, okay. The North Shore there. Yeah. It's at Manitonk Strawberry Festival. It's been going on for like 70 years. It's a good time. I've done like fourteen pounds in uh, eight minutes. Does that does by the end that doesn't even taste like anything? It's just yeah. No, Very you, usually, you have a sugar headache by then. It's just because it just it's it's a tasty <laughs> contest. It's one of the the tastiest, but it's it's very uh, it's very overwhelming. Fourteen pounds of strawberry shortcake in like eight minutes. It's a lot of it's a lot of something, you know. <laughs> Uh, red beans and rice I, i've done 42 brats in 10 minutes this past year out in uh, cincinnati at oktoberfest wow buns too or just brats just brats no buns did you wash that down with beer uh, not on stage <laughs> afterwards i've walked off stage and drank a couple Dawes boots there you go <laughs> hell yeah all right well uh man it's been fun chatting and uh yeah well, Clint, thank you for having me on. I appreciate you uh, taking the time. Sorry about the, you know, the phone uh, difficulties. Technology. Excuse me. But uh, I live in the woods anyway, so it's like I'm just glad we had good good service for most of it. <laughs> Where are you at? In New Jersey, New York? Uh, Northeast Pennsylvania. Okay. In the Poconos. Okay, so you're probably not far from me. I'm like near Hackettstown, New Jersey. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Not far at all. Yeah. You know, I'm only like 30 minutes past uh Delaware water gap. Okay. Cool. So yeah, we're in yeah. relatively in the same woods. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. You're just a little uh, closer to sea level than I am. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, you, I, you know, it'd be great to have you come out to uh, practice in hot dog season or, uh, one of my events, you know, we're, yeah. we're, I'm constantly doing different things around the area. So yeah, let me know. And that even this, even, you know, cause I'm always trying to do different events and stuff like that too, or a couple things. And that, uh, sounds like an interesting one to try to, you know, you do a benefit at the local firehouse and then have the firemen challenge you. <laughs> oh, definitely. Like, um, you know, I, I'll do fundraisers at, you know, golf tournaments, shotgun with all the, you know, shotgun beers with all the, you know, the, the four sims coming around, uh-huh. raise money for the kids. You know, so I'm, I'm good to raise a couple thousand a year for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, doing events like that. But, uh, you know, definitely there's uh, the food challenges. I do like the, you know, uh, taking on the just the muggles, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, it's a fun time to show the difference between you guys and, and me. Right. Yeah. Someone that <laughs> so, knows what they're doing. Definitely. Yeah, because there is training. There's, it, and it's like I said, you you know, mentally you got to prepare yourself to for that sprint. And, you know, even in a six-minute contest, but like we eat wings for 12 minutes, you know, stripping, you know, chicken wings, bone in, and you got to make sure you're not – eating bones you, you got to make sure you're not choking and you got to consume as much as you can in 12 yeah. minutes and to eat something non-stop for 12 minutes i train my jaw right for chewing you know when it comes to pizza like there's a lot to to do with that so um you know i'm glad that we were able to talk about it and work on that and you know let people know it's just more than just sitting down at the table and eating fast yeah exactly <laughs> Um, so. all right. Yeah. Let me know. Definitely hit me up. I'll, I'll, uh, shoot you my number and everything and let me know when you're in the area. We'll definitely come out and, uh, check it out and make, you know, like I said, especially, um, anything I'll bring the camera and we can, uh, talk to you behind, uh, the scenes and all that stuff and show what really goes on. Sounds good, man. All I right. appreciate that. No problem. Um, all right. All right, everybody. Peace out. Leave some comments. You got any other questions or anything, just uh, leave them below. And uh, eventually 